Please sit comfortably. Good evening, everyone. To move on to the um, talk I was going to give tonight, um, one of the talks I gave during session um, didn't record because um, I had a problem with my, um, my iPhone. So I thought I'd try to replicate it because some people thought it might be worthwhile to try and replicate. And it's about addiction to technology. Uh, when we look at um, the precepts around, the Zen precepts around um, not intoxicating the mind, well, they were written centuries and centuries ago before we had iPhones and iPads and so on. So the only intoxicants they had back then was um, marijuana and, um, and alcohol, you know, and then we've got things like gambling. Um, and today, like, we've got pornography that people get addicted to. Um, but it's worth reminding ourselves, and me reminding myself as well, that, that te technology is our new modern age addiction. And, um, and just like with, it's kind of similar to gambling, in a sense, like not a substance you put into you, but it's a very strong addiction anyway. And when, when you gamble, um, you waste your money. Um, when you're addicted to technology, you waste your time, basically. And um, as we all know, um, iPhones, iPads, all, the, all of those things, they're all set up through algorithms to draw us in and keep us there and keep us online as much as possible. So there's a, there's a, a sort of a, a dark science behind it, really. And it's there to keep us getting a dopamine, a stream of dopamine hits in our brain to keep us sort of interested and excited and wanting to know something else. And if you if you like me and you, you, you sort of practice with what you feel like when you've been, you know, looking at an iPhone unnecessarily for the last half hour, flicking through things, and you drop into your body and you think, well, what, what am I experiencing in my head and my body? And the best word I can put to it is dissatisfaction. It kind of leaves you feeling dissatisfied. It's, it leaves you feeling like you want something more. Another, you're not even quite sure what it is you're looking for, but you just want something more of it. So it feeds this kind of addiction cycle in the mind. And it seems like it, the thing is, we all understand that something like alcohol or gambling, or whatever, you know, has a lot of negative consequences. But I'm not sure we really consider what the negative consequences are of technology addiction, you know, and to look at do we really need to be on it as long as, as, as much as what we are? How many times a day do we need to check our emails? Do you know, how many times a day do we need to check the news or play a game or to get validation back, do you know, from, from social media all the time, whether people like us or like our ideas, whatever. And as I've mentioned many times before, if you look at Buddhist psychology, the basis of Buddhist psychology, it's really about the psychology of addiction. That's what it's all about at its core. Only what it's saying is that we're not only addicted to um, 
intoxicants like alcohol, drugs, gambling, etc., internet, but everyday people, we're all addicted to um, our personal image of ourselves. We're addicted to social status. We're addicted to power. Um, we're addicted to being wanting to be liked, etc. And so it's like it comes from a sense of not being fulfilled enough as we are. We're, we're not enough as we are, or our circumstances are not enough as we are. So we go in this cycle of grasping after something, grasping after the pleasant, whatever that is, avoiding the unpleasant, and running, running around and round and round, trying to find something that doesn't actually exist outside of the present moment. And that is basic Buddhist psychology, as simple as it might seem. That's why people, normal people like us, who don't necessarily have alcohol or drug addictions, or might have in the past, um, that's why we practice Buddhism, because we all recognise that we're addicted to something, whatever it is. And the whole practice of Zen, everything we do here, meditation, the readings, the precepts, the koans, the, the ethics, all of it's been designed to break that addiction cycle. That's what it does. And when you break the addiction cycle, um, you come back to a sense of peace in yourself. You come back to a sense of contentedness in yourself so that you don't have to chase anything other than what is here in the moment. And what all Buddhist teachers, all Zen teachers remind us of is that while we're looking at this for validation all the time, or we're looking for validation from other people, is that we're actually, life is validating us every moment of our lives. Everything that happens to us, with us, the thinking that goes through our mind, the, the, the things that we experience through our senses all the time, you know, hearing and seeing, it's all validating us, you know, that we're, we're here in this miracle called life. Mm -hmm. And you like to quote the title of my teacher, my teacher's latest book, Ordinary Wonder. Once you get out of the addiction cycle, you start to see that everything in your life, everything that seems just ordinary is actually miraculous and wonderful, that it actually exists. And instead of having to get dopamine hits from likes, you know, or the next bit of news, What's happening when you detox from all of that is you're getting your dopamine hits from hearing the buzzing of the fly in the room or the croaking of the frogs, you know, or the sound of the traffic going past. Everything's alive and miraculous. And so the, the, the mind is drawn into a kind of a, a joyful attention of anything that's happening. See, when we've got a high tolerance, whether it's a high tolerance to opiates or a high tolerance to stimulation. It's like any addiction, you need more and more dopamine to get above the tolerance level to feel something pleasant, to feel a high, right? And the more you do that, the more your senses are just numbed out. It's a good word, numbed out. You know, just numbed out to what is actually being presented to you right now. So that, in a nutshell, is Buddhism, that's in practice. 
is to recognise how we're addicted to various things, searching for something outside of the moment, and we cut through the whole practice, cut through the addiction. So the the desire to need anything outside of the, the moment is eliminated eventually, or at least it's reduced significantly. So my final message to myself, <laughs> as well as to you, is um, to really encourage everyone to spend less time on, on technology, on devices. Um, have a limited day or just, just recognise you only have to check emails every now and then. You don't need to be looking at it all the time. It's sucking you in and wasting your time. And what it's doing in terms of neurobiology, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's increasing the, um, the activity of the left hemisphere of your brain, you know, all that technology. And your ability to relate is reduced once that gets fed more and more and more, um, living in a, in a technological world. So your whole being becomes like technology rather than being a human being. So, um, I would encourage all of us to um, limit our time on technology and new addiction. <laughs>